0: Hi there. So, this is the Free from the Dungeon podcast. It is an improvised elevated d d style podcast. In it, we're going to tell an improvised never heard before story that me and my players create together. A story we improvise not just with each other, but also with dice. In the d d style, whenever someone wants to do something, I'll have them roll a 20-sided die. I'll tell them the number they need to get to succeed at it, and if they roll that number or higher, they do it. So, if someone wants to sneak into an enemy camp to rescue a friend taken prisoner. I might tell them they need to roll a 15, and they'll roll. And if they get a 15 or higher, they do it. And if they get a 14 or lower, they don't. And the story continues either with their friend freed or themselves captured. So this episode is called The Golden Idol. It's part one of two. It's a Conan-style story. The Conan stories are kind of about like a hunter-warrior type going up against all the threats of a slightly mythologized ancient world. Dark priests and old gods and mercenary armies and warlords and stuff like that. So, let's begin. Balk was an ancient city-state that had intentions on conquering the entire region around it. Balk's closest competitor was a city named Citra, and the two had recently gone to war. Days ago, Citra became Citra that fell, Balk invaders sweeping through the city, putting its once great halls to the torch. Great trains of refugees now roam the land. They look for new lives, shelter, and food, and we come now upon two such travelers. One, Calliope who grew up a street rat and a cut purse, but had managed to become a handmaiden within the castle. When the invasion began, Calliope reverted to her old ways and took any piece of gold or jewelry she could get her hands on and managed to escape the invaders' fires. The most valuable item she took was an arm-sized golden idol that the king had kept, an ugly, monstrous, insectoid thing, just the keeping of which brought her nightmares. Nevertheless, she kept it, being in no position to part with that much gold. She came to believe that the dreams might not just be nightmares, but in fact, dark visions of a future, when after dreaming of a particular scarred and muscled warrior, she met that very man on her travels. Calliope hires this man, and they now travel together to a temple within the jungle that Calliope believes might give her protection and help her learn the nature of her dark dreams.
1: Ugh, even I begin to tire hacking through this, although... Unlike men in the pits, at least it doesn't fight back.
2: Well, I don't think we've reached quite that part of the jungle yet.
1: No. I hope this temple is soon, however.
2: According to my map, it should just be another mile or two ahead.
1: Very well. Your gold should cover that easily. Why do you need to travel to this temple?
2: I was a bit hesitant mentioning it back in the town. I know how superstitious people can be, but I think that this... Snake goddess of whatever sort they are. I think they might be able to solve a problem that I picked up back in Citra that fell.
1: In Citra? That's, uh, I'm from there as well, actually. The the great blood pits, uh, you know them, I assume. I I fought there for many years. Uh, I killed 100 men, earning my freedom. Well, listen to me, just blathering on about myself. Anyway, that's not Superstition, you said. This isn't some sort of dark magic.
2: I hope that it isn't. Um, That's what we're going to confirm.
1: Very well, then. Uh, I hate dark magic as much as any other, but I've accepted your coin, and so I shall do the job.
0: The two of you find a break in the wilderness and find in front of you a large pyramid structure with snake iconography covering it top to bottom. There is a famous waterfall here that is the temple's companion, and it's within sight, and there are a group of female acolytes all around wearing simple green garb. What you see is the Temple of the Snake Goddess, and it has stood here for generations, built in worship of an ancient snake deity that's said to protect the villages here within its jungle. The snake priestess who rules here is said to be powerful, even though few come to visit her unless they're giving tribute or offerings. Legend says she can kill a man with a bite, or that holding her gaze might ensorcel you. Supposedly, she has many gifts from her ancient goddess. Perhaps it's because of this fearsome reputation that the all-female priesthood that serves here are able to live such peaceful, contented lives. One such priestess spots our travelers and comes to meet them. Very few people out here. Welcome. You seek the snake temple?
2: Oh, We do, and we come in peace, I assure you.
0: While I'm not looking for invaders, we have very little fear here.
2: I'm so sorry. You look very familiar. Are you from Citra that fell, by chance?
0: I am, yes. I was within the royal quarters there until perhaps a year ago, not two.
2: (laughs) I had recently entered the quarters, but two years ago.
0: If there weren't so many of us, I'm sure I would have noticed you earlier. Uh, uh, Hello, hello. Uh And Cyrus embraces her. She pulls back. I've heard that the city itself has been nearly leveled.
2: Yes, it was. I was there on its last day.
0: Do you come here for refuge or protection? I will tell you the Snake Queen is not in taking of male visitors.
2: No, I, this is my companion, someone, he's helping me travel through the jungle safely. Theon, uh, Calliope, in case you don't remember, of course. But this is Theon, uh, Syrah. No, I, in fact, have a bit of an object that I was hoping the Snake Queen could take a look at for me. Well, uh,
0: I will take you in. I will tell you, though, that the gods can be fickle. She may not answer whatever question you have or solve whatever sorcery brings you here.
2: Better to ask than to not.
0: Of course. And perhaps you can accompany me, she says to Theon. Uh,
1: as you wish. Uh, Perhaps you could... Show me around the grounds.
2: Muscle glisten. Muscle glisten.
1: <laughs> My loincloth is riding up a little bit. Uh, please pardon me. Sira brings the two inward,
0: and they are enveloped on all sides by the temple's warmth. There's a glow to the place, the stone itself seeming almost golden on the inside. The foliage from the outside world does not stop at the temple entrance. Plants and vines move their way inward, They're even tended by the acolytes here. There are, of course, a wide variety of snakes around, curled near fires or languishing about water features. Several acolytes inside are tending to the gardens, watering plants, and attempting to seem less interested in the two new visitors than they clearly are. In the center of them all is the leader of this temple's order, Scorpia, the famed high priestess here. She wears a shimmering, scale-like armor and has a rich green jewel turban and a great cloak. There are many golden bracelets down her arm, around which a pair of actual vipers curl contentedly. She approaches the visitors.
3: Sira, you've brought some friends.
0: Indeed, yes. uh, These two sought your wisdom, and the other one here wanted to take a look at the grounds.
3: Sure, I'm happy to entertain any questions. Yes, let's talk. What brings you here? First, an introduction. My name is Calliope,
2: Mm -hmm. uh, from Citra That Fell. Would I you come- like
3: to take a walk along the corridors? There's some lovely botany and horticultural mm-hmm. uh, experiments that um, some of my acolytes have been.
2: You yeah, know, yes, what? I love
3: horticultural experiments. Yes, have you ever seen a purple flower? I think I might blow your mind.
2: Yes. What's purple? What?
3: <laughs> well, you're about to find out. Yes. So as you were saying. Mm. Yes. Citra fell. Yes,
2: and as it fell, I... Took the opportunity to pick up a few items from the royal family. Um, no, perfectly fair. The I figured they wouldn't be using it as their heads rolled across the floor. There was one item that the king seemed particularly fond of. He would look at it on nearly a daily basis, and I feel I might have been cursed by taking it with me. I was hoping you could take a look at it.
3: Sure. Do you have this item with you? Yes.
0: Calliope reveals a small, squat, golden idol. Unquestionably, it is ugly. It looks like a mix between man, larva, and scarab. It has an unpleasant and unsettling presence to all those who look on it. I remember that thing, it says. I remember him carrying it or, or talking to it.
2: It was strange but it's clearly golden so I thought it would be worth quite a bit of coin but the moment I touched it I've been having these nightmares perhaps they are cursed prophecies but it's impossible to know until are your happen. nightmares about the like about the idol sometimes it's featured or the iconography is featured They're... has anyone
3: else had nightmares after touching it I
2: have been travelling on my own
3: well, you were with a, with a companion. He was very glistening. I, uh, he is, I mm. did hire him.
1: I've had no dreams, but neither has she shown me this idol before now. Oh. Actually, if I may, now that I see it, uh, the shape of that thing's. Uh, I was a gladiator in the blood pits of Citra that fell. I, most of us, uh, we worship the god of murder. I worship no one, but among the men, there were a few. Craven blackguards uh, who worship something with a face shaped like that. They called it the locust. The locust? Yes.
0: Syrah puts her hands uh, to her lips and says, Yes, there's a cult of some kind near there. I remember something of it, priestess.
3: Yes, thank you for coming to us. I think this is perhaps. Serious? can I, I want to wrap up the idols, and I would like to take it to my private chambers to maybe study slash commune with the, the snake goddess.
0: You swathe the idol in a cloth and take it to your personal chambers, preparing to commune with your god to try to find answers to your questions. Scorpio makes a circle of holy oils and incense to commune with her god. To commune is a powerful ability means that while Scorpia will appear to be sitting within her runic circle in deep contemplation, her mind will travel elsewhere to the realms outside of Earth to speak directly with her god. While any acolytes looking on will only see Scorpia in deep meditation on her temple dais, Scorpia, in her own mind, starts to see a dream-like hazy environment around her, an impossible landscape where in front of her rising up a great, mountain with a thousand-tailed snake wrapped around and within the caverns of the mountain as if the two are part of a symbiotic whole. This is her goddess, residing as it does here, somewhere between the worlds of waking and dreams. Tegan, you be the snake goddess. What does she say?
3: My beloved Scorpia. Goddess, I seek your insight into a cursed idol. Oh, a curse? Fascinating. Where would you have... Acquired such an item? From Citra that fell. Hmm. It's shaped like a lotus, and I'm imagining it, and I think maybe the visual, there should be visual. Yes, uh, I see.
2: You know I don't care much for kingdoms or kings of empires that rise or fall, but I do care for my people.
3: And the people are having nightmares.
2: I see them,
3: and I know of this locust. Does it belong to another god or entity? I am ancient and powerful,
2: but nothing is as ancient or as
3: powerful as the one they call the locust. (gasps) Oh, how will we ever defeat such a great and ancient evil? It gains power slowly but surely. Over
2: decades, centuries, millennia. It is gaining power now through one it calls the demagogue. The locust cannot be stopped, but it can be slowed. How? How
3: can we possibly defeat them?
2: In the same way that all gods can be defeated, my dear. Crush their temples. Destroy their faith. Leave no stone unturned and no priest
3: unbloodied. I understand. Thank you.
0: Great. just <laughs> great. Great job. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> her commune finished. Scorpia's eyes snap back open and come back down to this, the mortal plane. She brings the idol back in with her to the two travelers who are being entertained by Sire. Scorpia re-enters with her swathed... Sweep in. Sweeps in with her swathed object.
3: I have communed with the snake goddess, and I am disconcerned by what we've learned, what I've learned. Can the curse be broken? Well, it's not so clear as that.
0: We could do our, our best. We could gather you, our, our ritual unguents and, and so on. You could try and dispel whatever curse is in it. I'm sorry, ritual what? unguents its uh like materials, uh, perhaps crushed into a paste. Okay, I'm I'm just out of my depth okay. on this. Can fix yeah,
2: this. I, I I don't know what an unguent is either. So I'm glad I'm glad you asked.
1: Like an ingredient or something like that. Okay. okay. Well, yes, maybe with some unguents we could solve this. I don't know. I'm sorry, I, I interrupted you. I was just uh...
3: the divine power in this locust idol is ancient, more ancient than our goddess. And it needs to be, and it's growing and consuming somehow. We need to put a stop to it, as in eradicate the entire belief of it from the face of the earth.
1: Ah, magic I know not of, sorcery I know nothing, but to kill, (laughs) this I can do.
3: I did not expect such a positivity. I appreciate that. You are welcome here, even though you are male.
1: And again, I'm sorry about my loincloth. It is riding up just a little bit. That's okay.
2: New and exciting. I will say it was not riding up this much in while we were actively in the jungle. Are you feeling all right?
1: I don't know what's going on with me today, honestly. Usually I powder it and we didn't have time, so maybe that's it. <laughs> mm. But you know what? I'm not gonna investigate. We'll just get through it.
2: He says he doesn't with regards
3: to the idol, it's the cursed idol itself. I think I can at least try to dispel the curse and I will cost dispel magic and roll. <gasps> Floor dice doesn't count.
0: Plus eight. Scorpia places the object in the center of a ritual circle and then using smokes and other ingredients.
3: Perhaps some paste.
0: Some pastes uh, and some of the, of the like. Scorpia attempts to lift the curse uh, in the object, feel whatever magics are within. And you feel distinctly that uh, while the physical object itself is not cursed, there is some sort of magical force within. Searching around in the object, you find uh, a cachet sort of underneath the neck, if you would, of the entity, and can see inside of it kind of thick black ichor. Pouring it out onto the ground, it makes an almost oil-like spill and spread with tiny finger-like tendrils that try to push out at the edges for it. You notice even kind of aiming themselves towards the living bodies in the room before reaching their limits. to retract you, uh, if anything, that calliope. You can feel that kind of force in your mind you felt magnified considerably with this thing free out in front of you. It feels like what being in a nightmare feels like, that sick feeling in the middle of your stomach, stress you can't identify.
2: Oh, that's certainly
3: it. Can, can we put it back? Uh, I think it'll crawl back in eventually.
0: Tipping the idol uh, upside down and exposing that cachet to it, you find that it does, in fact, kind of worm its way Can I
3: try lighting a, having one of my candles and moving the candle closer to it? Mm -hmm. I want to check for sensitivity.
0: It uh, does seem to avoid the flame wherever, uh, to a limited degree. If you force the issue, you can touch the fire to it, at which point starts to sizzle and kind of bubble and melt uh, like something left on the bottom of an oven carbonating way too long kind of grotesque steam coming out from the it. What a strange
3: substance. <laughs> well, that did something. Is it gone? We'll find out tonight. Yes, you're welcome to stay in our quarters. The girls have a very cozy setup.
0: Before all retire, Scorpia gathers her acolytes and any materials the temple may possess to pool their collective knowledge and learn anything they can about the locust and the demagogue. The acolytes summoned and the scrolls consulted, the picture becomes clear. The locust is an ancient dark god, given very little worship in these regions until recently, when a single priest outside of Balk, calling himself the Demagogue, began a cult to the locust. Over the last decade, the Demagogue has seen an incredible rise of power in Balk. He provides men to the Balkan military, gladiators to its pit, and has even shown an ability to turn Balk's prisoners or undesirables into these soldiers. The Demagogue can perform. Dark baptisms to his locust god, a ritual involving dunking an individual into a pool of black liquid that transforms the men that go through it into unfeeling, dark-eyed servants of the locust god. These hollow-eyed men, who the demagogue calls his black guard and others simply call hollow ones, have no fear of pain or death, and it is through providing them the demagogue has risen to power. In only a decade, the demagogue has gone from the leader of a small cult to a major religious figure in bulk. And is responsible for a great deal of the corruption and expansion of that empire. It's likely that he gave the idol Calliope carries to the king of Citra, as a Trojan horse to make its maddening whispers make the taking of Citra even easier when the time comes. It's the demagogues' temples and the demagogues' priests that Scorpia's snake goddess demand must be put to blade and flame. And with this resolution, all gathered finally can retire for the evening. While finding oneself suddenly within a battle of divinities might have kept you or I awake at night, it does not do so for Theon or Scorpia, who both sleep deeply. Scorpia perhaps has become accustomed to a life where one lives at the will of a god and Theon because sleeping well the night before a day of deadly battle has become a necessity. Calliope, unfortunately, tosses and turns and is greeted again by nightmares. Teen, what does Calliope dream?
2: Calliope finds herself in a great marble room with a pool of filled with black ichor. And the room is hazy, filled with incense. She sees Scorpia there. And from the pool, she sees Theon rise. She reaches out to help him out of whatever this is. And as she does, he raises a blade to strike her. Mm. And that's where, the, that's where the dream ends.
0: Mm. Could I have a... Perception check from anyone involved. A d20.
2: Are we not all involved?
0: You three are two. involved. <laughs> One. One and two.
2: 17. Ooh. And
0: Calliope, having been woken from your nightmare, you find yourself awake when all of the others are asleep. You are walking around the grounds for a moment just to try to clear your head, uh, set yourself back to rest. and You hear the waterfall. And then notice something in the air, the unmistakable scent of fire. And then see beyond the edge of the forest towards Apolly. you can see flame. And somehow, even at night, an even darker section of the sky, the stars obscured by a huge volume of smoke. Apolly nearby Apali, is in flames.
2: I rush into where I know the, the priestess and the fellow, the acolytes are all sleeping.
0: Rushing in, you uh you move inside, uh, begin to wake people in a in a frenzy of fear. You wake, wake uh, uh, Scorpia,
2: Scorpia. Uh, Scorpia, uh, the the town, the town is on fire. The
3: town, Apolly. I'm gonna run out.
0: You see, uh, Theon and
3: yelling fire so that everyone else gets out too.
0: You uh, uh shouting for uh, anyone to take action, be aware uh, immediately. You see Theon, uh, and, uh, and Syrah as well, come out into the hall, uh, from some, uh, chamber, and begin to move after the two of you.
2: A just loincloth.
1: <laughs> uh, I'll be with you in a moment.
3: Okay. Uh, Where's the fire coming from? Did you see it? Uh, I could see it
2: just off in the distance. If you, if you come outside with me, um, Okay, you can see there the smoke, and that's very clearly that's it's big. Where Apolly is,
3: it has to be the entire town. Okay, acolytes, gather water and in buckets, and follow us, and then we will all run over to help the people.
0: The acolytes grab whatever supplies they can to help fight the fires and head after you
3: at just the I'll small. I'll them a bucket of water as well. Okay. There are springs right next to like where the forest ends and where the town begins.
0: The party rushes to the nearby town of Apolly, and breaking through the edge of the wilderness you come upon the town. Apolly is a small village, maybe 80 homes, supplied by a river fed by the waterfall near Scorpia's temple. And right now the entire town is ablaze. Men, women and children are running screaming as perhaps 30 Balkan soldiers raid their town. Many of the people are fleeing to the river's edge, only to find themselves caught between its waters and the fires and soldiers behind them. A charioteer rides the length of the town, spearing anyone who dares to get too close to his tracks. He is all in white, top to bottom, with a great pharaoh-like hat that does resemble the squat's ugly golden idol Calliope has. A charioteer is commanding the men, but he is not the most frightening thing on the field. The most frightening are the Blackguard, those hollow men, the dark, baptized ones obeying his every command like automatons. Perhaps a dozen of them move separate from the soldiers and the fires through the town square, cutting down anyone who comes anywhere near them. Clybe, you recognize these men from the invasion of Citra. Something in their eyes makes them totally deep, oily, and black, with an almost miasma-like substance pumping out from behind their eyes and staining their face. On the edge of the wilderness, you all stop for a moment before you're
1: exposed.
3: This fire is no accident.
1: No, this is the acts of evil men. The best way to douse f- a fire such as this is with their very blood.
2: I recognize their garb. They, these are Balkian soldiers. I didn't think they would come this far south. This is a siege. You do see, in fact,
0: uh, many of the soldiers holding torches, uh, one per unit that are moving through, although those blackguards have no torches in their number. And in fact, if while they appear totally dead behind the eyes, they are getting nowhere near the flames. You are still undiscovered by these armed forces. There are perhaps 40 men spread throughout the village in a rough pattern, and those 10 blackguard moving like automatons through, just cutting anyone that comes near them. What do you do? Let's roll initiative to determine uh, our order. Theon, your incredible reflexes make you first.
1: Theon strides from the edge of the woods uh, towards the burning town. He shouts towards the men, I am Theon of the Blood Pits. I have slain 100 men. Who among you wishes to be the 101st?
0: Through
1: the fire and smoke, Theon
0: comes out of the wilderness, wielding a terrible blade. His eyes reflect the fire around them and challenging all of them, you see that your words cow them in their hearts. The men in front of you push back as if intimidated, but that only buys you a bit of time. There are still 30 some such men. Calliope, you're up next.
2: Calliope is a bit taken aback from this scene it being very familiar to what she had so desperately tried to run from. She hides in the shadows, not being nearly as strong and, you know, muscular. She's not glistening. But sneaks around the edges trying to get an eye on the situation to see where she can most effectively strike, knowing that she can't quite take on a full battalion of soldiers as Theon might be able to. She will Pay closest attention to the charioteer, who seems to be the leader. Perhaps taking him out will shake up the emotions of the soldiers.
0: As you draw a bead with your bow on the uh, charioteer, you see him calling out to the villagers. He says, Surrender now and join she who devours. You can be one of our number or you can be slaughtered here in your home. Join us or join her in the afterlife. He turns his uh, chariot and taking a spear over his arm, he rides down a fleeing man uh, as you see him just aiming almost lackadaisically towards him and, and prepares to loft the spear. Feel free to take your shot. The charioteer getting uh, somewhat near your uh, woods, you're able to uh, step out and throw a dagger into him. His back turned towards you, it planks in his lower left side, and he calls out a cry of pain and injury. His spear throw going wide as that villager makes it away and off. But the charioteer whips around and sees you and your other uh, companions there emerging from the wilderness.
2: And she will kind of like slink back into the shadows uh, into somewhat a bit of safety. Sure, you
0: can make a little uh, bonus action high check.
2: Just a stealth check. That is X. 18.
0: And you do so, disappearing back into the uh, wilderness. All who oppose us will be slaughtered. We will find you, he says, turning his horse around and just taking the dagger out of his back as his chariot makes another round. Scorpia, you're up.
3: I have run to the river and began to transform into a giant constrictor snake. And I'm going to suck up as much water I can, as I can from the river and uh, attempt to put out some of these fires. I, I can be a giant snake for up to one minute.
0: Well, within that minute, a 30-foot snake Uh, starts to just consume water from the nearby village and uh, slithers horrifically over into the town.
2: Slosh, (laughs) slosh, (laughs) slosh.
0: I think that there's a moment as, as you reared up that any villagers nearby are absolutely terrified. If they need one more thing, it's not this.
3: But the older villagers, you see a spark of recognition in the older villagers who are amazed at seeing this myth kind of come to life.
0: And as you uh, regurgitate this huge volume of water on a series of homes, (laughs) uh, you put out a a section of them, let's say.
2: Yeah, go ahead. How much? One. This. You've heard of a fire hose. You- Now (laughs) four.
1: I have heard of that.
0: You put out Four homes uh, in a row, just like uh, pushing uh, above them until the fire turns to steam and adds into the night. You seem to be wanting to say something.
2: I was like, I was going to make a sound effect, but I was like, no sound effect that I could make would (laughs) add to this.
0: Sensible. Uh, Globoosh.
2: Which is why I then stopped.
1: Babity, babity, babity,
2: babity. Yeah, yeah, I get actual sound (laughs) effects. that are not my mouth making dumb noises. Aruga!
0: Yeah, let's all take a shot at it real quick. What's the sound that happens in three, two, one? With that sound, and no more, with that sound, uh, you regurgitate water onto the building, steam rising up into the night, and you see the elder villagers as the younger ones, just eyes widen in awe, say, the priestess,
1: the snake goddess is here!
0: The and Scorpio have intimidated the Balkan troops. They fight for coin, and they're not paid for this. But at the sight of his troops faltering, the charioteer pulls up on his horse's reins and shouts, Whoever oppose
1: us will be destroyed. Whoever stands with us be the only one spared when our locust mother consumes this world. Blackguards slit their throats if they will not drop to their knees
0: and the Blackguard advance, pushing through any stalling soldiers and rushing into the two of you, suddenly cutting into you with inhumanly strong blows. Scorpio, your scaly hide is quickly bloodied and scored as the Blackguard's curved Kopeshi blades come down on you. You take eight damage. You have 12 HP left. Theon. In this melee, you realize how important fear is in an enemy. As every faint or wounding blow you might toss out to halt an opponent is simply allowed to land or hit, you are wounding the men around you, but they have a single-minded focus to put blades into your flesh, and they do. They deal thirteen damage in the opening round. Theon, you are down to seven HP. Seeing his soldiers' success, the charioteer calls out at you:
1: "Surrender!" Come join the locust mother's
0: embrace. Do not die here in this field like dogs. As a cherry points, calling for your surrender, you see dangling around his neck a silvery amulet glistening in the fire and moonlight. It looks like a silver version of Calliope's golden idol. Around the maybe your last, Theon, what do you do?
1: Theon staggers back, uh, letting loose his sword, uh, trapped as it is in a man's spine. Badly injured, uh, the gladiator uh, knows that, uh, <laughs> well, he can kill with the best of them. He dies for no one. Very well. I will join you.
0: Theon says as a man falls from a blade in his spine, raising his two hands. The Hollow Ones continue to advance for a moment until the charioteer says, Yes! Halt! he shouts to them. Get the others! And the Blackguard turn and begin to move towards Scorpia. Calliope, what do you do?
2: Calliope, having seen this amulet come loose, she was always drawn to shiny things. She's going to take a chance with this sort of distraction from Theon to kind of squirm her way through the ranks that are coming in of her. Dashing over, she will climb with great agile cat-like speed and launch herself to try and grab the amulet and
3: throw it on the ground.
0: Uh, very good. While she's doing that, Scorpia, what are you doing? Uh, I you want
3: know? to, as a reaction, vanish into a pile of relatively harmless snakes mm-hmm. and appear as close to the chariot terror as I can. And then I would like to attempt to... Caused weapons to snakes and turn his weapon into a snake that bites him.
0: I'm into it. And you can appear literally anywhere you like with a difference. You can appear on the chariot, if you will. Perhaps seeing a calliope t- making a break, uh, moving around one of the blackguard and sprinting her way towards the chariot. Mm-hmm. You falling seemingly under the blows uh, of these now two groups of blackguards uh, around you. One of them chops a curved blade down. And as it hits snaky flesh, it simply dissolves into a pile of snakes that squirms in all directions. And then you reappear uh, behind the charioteer, grabbing onto the side of his uh, shaking <laughs> of his shaking vehicle. Uh, you're behind him. Uh, what do you do?
3: Should I do weapons to snakes or attempt to h- dominate him? But no, weapons to snakes.
0: Very well. As Calliope runs towards uh, his vehicle, he lifts his spear aloft to meet her with a lance-like charge when suddenly the spear goes limp, loose, and then comes back up at him, a horrible uh, rattlesnake-like entity. It sticks back uh, towards him, clamping down uh, onto his neck as he screams out and tries to release it. In those moments, Calliope leaps up to D20 rolls and give me uh, the... Give me a dax added to him.
2: Well, I got a 14 and a 1.
0: Well, that's why we have advantage in this world. <laughs> uh,
2: so, 22.
0: Blame In the moment of his distraction, as he throws the snake to the side, Calliope leaps up and grabs the amulet around him. Blasted by the force uh, of the vehicle, you're thrown to the ground, but he continues on past you as the witch, Scorpia, uh, throws herself off the carriage as well. You see a sturdy rock on the ground uh, in front of you.
2: Yeah, I imagine she like hits the ground and rolls and is extremely bruised and gets gravel all up in the wounds. But as she like kind of comes to a stop, she sees the rock there and raises the amulet down and smashes it.
0: You see a disgusting black ichor shoot out of the sides of it, uh, whatever amount uh, held within spraying out over the rock in all directions. And you see more clearly uh, in this one than the idol you allowed to go unmolested earlier, a sort of small, squishy, larval-like creature, like a a maggot the size of a caterpillar or something of the like, crushed uh, underneath it as well as the amulet smashed up against the rock. And you feel a brief spike and calliope feels a brief spike of that nightmare-like sensation at a at a fever pitch and then silence with it a thing rose exploded with psychic energy for a moment and then went dead and quiet you see the hollow ones grab their heads and drop to their knees uh, the soldiers surrounding you on, on all sides, Theon, stumbling back and seeming to lose control over their limbs and, and selves. They drop onto their knees, some of them, their weapons drop. They hold their heads, some of them scratch uh, at their faces. The charioteer is all that remains of who we see here as, a, as an effective combatant.
1: I feel like we're at the point where the you other know, you guys would be routed-ish.
0: I agree. The soldiers, seeing their most deadly combatants losing control, And so many of their number having already fallen to these deadly adventurers that have joined the fray start to lose control, seeming on the verge uh, of routing. And then the wilderness being so close, start to disappear into it in numbers. The soldiers moving off for their own safety against these seemingly unbeatable combatants. The charioteer moves left and right, sees the battle has been lost, and whips his uh, horse and begins to make his way down the trail. Hey everyone! Roll me one d twenty. Two six. You got there first. What do you do?
3: Um. He is rapidly
0: gaining distance away from you.
3: He's already bitten, so he is taking poison damage, right?
0: Look at Brian. Brian's got a good what? Dude, dude, do do the thing you just did again.
2: Oh, I see. Yeah, I thought he was saying you put the snake on the bone. Yeah, and yeah I thought it was snake a snake out. thing.
3: Yeah.
1: <laughs> full pulse, pulse of doom there.
0: That is yeah. literally what the villain in yeah. Conan does at <laughs> oh, one point. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. yeah. So literally send an arrow and then snake it. It's literally what falls Doom does.
3: Okay, I'm going to do a bow and arrow and then I'm going to shoot it and I want it to turn into oh, a snake.
0: You you shoot an arrow and then weapons to snakes, your weapon that has uh, (laughs) then impaled it. Uh, Sure. Let's see if you hit. Your arrow strikes into the back of the charioteer. He drops uh, over the front, uh, but is uh, not mortally wounded by it. Until then, the arrow uh, starts (laughs) to slither up and inside his armor. A horrid cobra biting him from the inside. The chariot loses control and begins to flip end over end over end as his body is thrown uh, from the wreckage. You have defeated my battle at Apali. Great work, everybody. Great job. Great work. this puzzle. You've solved my puzzle. Yeah. thank you so much for listening to this our first episode of free from the dungeon maybe come back in a week and check out our next one where theon and calliope and scorpia head back to the place where this all began bulk uh, and find the motivations behind what the demagogue is doing and take on him and his dark god right in his very own temple Uh, so maybe see you next time for that one feel free to let me know anything you think or any suggestions you might have and thanks to will mcdonald for his help in this episode all right talk
1: to you all later